Yeah, I mean, as long as that little thing at the bottom also doesn't say mute, you can like if you see the, uh, you know, you see the regular shit with our voices moving. Oh, I see that it's moving right now. Okay, cool. Okay, and and cool. everybody can everybody can hear our logistics going back and forth. Oh. Yes, oh, people. Fun times. Fun times. <laughs> fun times. Just to set the mood for today. Hey. We are live, folks. We are live. That's how we feeling for the day. In case anybody was wondering. On the map. We going to talk about some things today that we just can't go for. We can't go for it. We're going to talk about some things that we can go for. Hey. No can do. Lack of communication. Can't do that. No can do. Insecurities. No can do. Projection. Can't go for that. Can't go for none of that. Welcome to Just a Dope Ass Podcast here on this wonderful Saturday afternoon. Everybody, in case you didn't know, I am DC, a.k.a. King Carter. I just want to welcome y'all. My co-host, Chad Awesome, TJ, he's he's doing things remotely. He's on a live right now. So those of you that uh, are listening, you should be able to hear him. He called in. Go ahead, give give introduce yourself, see if you can get a little mic check. Y'all can hear him? Check, 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 check. I mean, I hear you. I hear you, so I assume... That's right. Yeah, I see our voices. See, I gotta my face isn't. I gotta even it out a little bit. I had to put it up just so people can see see your man's. But welcome, welcome to another episode. How, how you how you feeling out there, brother? I assume you had a safe trip because you look like you're intact. You look like you are are there safely. How's everything going thus far? Okay. But that's about it. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, I know in North Carolina, they was open, open, like sitting inside the whole nine yards. So I didn't know if it was the same. I didn't know if it was a southern red state thing that was going on or if it was just, you know, lack of precautions. They don't don't give a fuck. fuck. Okay. Like the way your master come through the door. But once you sit at your table, sir, nobody cares. Like, so I just want to, I didn't know. that's that's there. That's, that's the there. move. It's like it's like if you they they give you like if you choose to give a fuck about COVID, they're like chill. If you choose not to give a fuck, they're like like so it's kind of like fifty fifty. Okay, I mean you know like I said, red states you know had folks they don't. I want my freedoms. I want to be able to not wear my mask. Okay, do, do hey do your thing, brother. Do your thing. <laughs> that's such a fragile group of people. It it, <laughs> it is. You guys. But, you guys mildly regulated by one thing. I'm losing it. Right. I just treat them like, like in, in the words of, of the people in the song that we started opening up, 
in the words of the great Duval, I'm right here with you, but stay the fuck away from me. Like we in this together, exactly. but, like, but stay know, the fuck away. We in this stay, together, just stay the fuck stay, away. Stay the fuck away from me, and we all good. We all good. So I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad you're doing all right. Uh, he should be back for the next episode. Just to let y'all know in case you guys are worried. Oh, yeah. Like, oh my god, you guys aren't there together. What's going on? <laughs> Something's wrong. Like, no, he's he's. I, I appreciate I appreciate the care. If that's right. how you feel. Like, you know, it's really touching. He'll be back. It's okay. He'll be back. He, I took my turn. He took his turn, and he'll be. We'll be back, and we'll be live recording for Colonizers Day. Just to let y'all know. I'm not calling it right. The other thing that y'all like to call it, I'm officially hashtag Colonizers Day for anybody that that if you want smoke. I got plenty for you, just to let you know. But that's officially what I'm calling it from now on. Happy Colonizers Day. So that was off the cuff. Hey, I did not see that coming. Good job. It's okay. It's okay. It. We we will be that. here. That's the hashtag I'm using from now on. In case anybody's wondering, and I, yes, I will put it on Twitter and Instagram. So feel free to share it. But if you do share it, make sure you put at Just a Dope Ass Podcast so people know where it came from. That's a poll I want to eventually run. Is I want to know like who on Twitter like can tell who's running what that day or right. that hour. Right. <laughs> like if they can tell who 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 said what. I mean, somebody should be able to know something. There's no telling, to be honest with you. I mean, I. Because I used to, I remember, like, I remember, I used to be like, oh yeah, like if it's like tits McGee jokes, it's me, and if it's like some deep thought stuff, then obviously DC. And I looked on there one day, I was like, oh, I did say that, and I was like, wow, he did have. So I don't know, folks, if you right. can tell, I mean, I'm not gonna give y'all nothing. I'm gonna just say, wow, you're smart. I don't have the money to give y'all. Right, right, right. And I feel like more times than not people that are actually looking at it they could probably tell the difference in posts like oh yeah dc probably said for for those people that know that it's two people kind of running that account it'd be like oh dc posted that oh, oh tj posted that but i we both have our moments where we um we we swap <laughs> we swap our personas a little bit and like um fuck that shit and then, oh that's tj no it was me just to let you know in case yeah. anybody was wondering in case anybody was wondering all the smoke all the smoke so getting into our structured show for the day because we have so many things to talk about like we have so many notes in front of us and i am lying through my goddamn teeth like yeah i mean we always but, have notes don't get it wrong we we do have things to talk about um but i i kind of wanted to facilitate this conversation as far as we we just had the verses, which we talked about on the last episode with with Gucci and Jeezy. We had, I think the same day, we also had, or same day or day before, we had the Fresh Prince reunion. I did see that. Okay. We the also, pieces of that, I should say. Right. That in comparison to Dolt 45 and Agent Orange deciding you know, continuously to want to fight this thing that he has already lost. Um, California being shut down with a curfew after 10, you know, 10 to 5 in the morning. All these different forms of adversity that are popping up. So the thing that popped into my head that I kind of wanted to bring up today was facing your traumas or facing your barriers, facing your obstacles, um, when to know how to kind of throw in the towel against the things that you're trying to battle against or hold on to or knowing when you should address it head on or being able to 
kind of like bring it up when it's necessary. So like say with the Jeezy situation to a 15 years, 15, nigga, not 20, 15. Like you've been holding on to it for that long. Both of you have grown and transcended into uh, another level of understanding, but yet you are still holding on to the negative effects of said situation for 15 years. Like when, when do you let that go? Granted, context wise for those that that may not know i understand somebody may have tried to kill you and you had to act accordingly but at the same time it's still a it's a trauma until you get on stage and say we smoking pookie load i guess you know you gotta hold it to the end because right but yeah i don't know like the goo the goo op thing and and like we talked about last week like gucci and jeezy like that's i think you know that clearly like left the realms of like hip hop. Somebody did try your life. And to a certain degree, as much as I, as we both you know, promote, you know, forgiveness, moving on and growing and betterment. It is a weird space for motherfucker to be like, you know, it's not like you tried to get me beat up. It's not like you took $50. Like you tried to get me killed, my G. Like that's right. not like you made a mistake and we almost died. Like you really, so I understand not, I don't know if I'd have really been like just bringing up the fact that I popped somebody or whatever, I killed your homie. But I understand not being like ever wanting to be like super cool with this person. I think it is like a big step to show that people can kind of move past traumas and fucked up situations. Right. But I get the niggas not trying to be cool. And even people who was giving like Jeezy a hard time, Jeezy, I feel like is a good like, you know, little case study because everybody's like, I can't believe. Now, I don't know if I'd have really been in the room trying to be, but that was on his part. I feel like when people were like, oh, you know, he was taking a lot of shit from Gucci. It's like he might have gotten to it, even besides the business aspect we talked about, like from a real, like, you know, mental health standpoint, he's like, I have to take my licks. I did send somebody to end you. Right. So I deserve, you know, your ridicule. I'm not obligated to kind of, you know, he it got to him. Clearly he got a little saucy, but he was just like, you know, to a certain degree, it's like, man, if I'm grown and I really shouldn't have done that, like that was really some out of pocket shit. Right. And I do have to deal with the guilt that I sent my homie to kind of handle that and it didn't go as planned. So I kind of do need to, you know, if, if my lumps are just little internet ridicule, that's fine. That's right. part for the course. Like, so I feel like that's another thing too. Like him taking it on the chin is something to be learned, like to learn from, even if you don't get it or don't like it from another aspect is like, ah, I might have, you know, I now know how to shut the fuck up from time to time or be accountable for the fact that, nigga, you did some shit. Like, right. you know, nigga don't not like you for nothing. Like. Right. And and they've, at, at least pre and post, Jeezy was able to talk about how the whole situations surrounding their relationship was traumatizing for him. But I started to think about it. Like, we're focusing a lot of attention on Jeezy because Jeezy is willing to talk about it. So I'm going to give him my quote for the day because it kind of, damn. Damn. Passed out. Like, oh, too much. It's too much. Well, no, see, like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep it charged <laughs> to a degree, and before I unplug it, and like you know, sitting on that little fair enough, whatever, it's like that little, that little booty hump at the bottom because of the charger, yep. keep it from sitting up tight. You know, it's like yeah, it's like you trying to lean it on your third leg. You just like hold, oh, hold, hold yeah. on, goddamn it, don't wiggle nothing. But so yep. my, my quote for the day is going to lead into my perspective of, say, Gucci. So my quote for the day, our beliefs shape who we are, what we do. Our beliefs are always subject to change as our knowledge based experience changes. 
So essentially, who you are, what you think is going to shape everything around you. Your perspective is going to CBT, baby. Right. Well, your perspective is going to shape everything around you. So I, I thought about it. I was like, as I was listening to the verses, I didn't really say it on the last episode because we were clowning. But it's like most of Gucci's songs in some capacity for all of these years have been targeted towards Jeezy and people that he has a relationship like Jeezy. So essentially, the behaviors within a certain negative space of one person have shaped you and basically given you your career. Like you have been this person within the rap space and rapped a certain way and had the certain persona of big, scary Gucci that don't take no shit, so on and so forth. But you're doing this out of out of trauma. Like you've been traumatized so much by this situation 15, 20 years ago that you have been approaching everybody else the same way because of what you went through here. Like this traumatized me. Oh, I can't trust nobody. Watching old interviews like, oh, trust these industry niggas. They fake this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. I watch everybody. It's like, but... This situation that you had happen back here helped shape that. So now you're approaching every other artist throughout your entire career with that mindset, with that same fear, with that same heightened state of mind to where it's like I'm I'm on edge. I'm watching everybody. Even afterwards, they showed a clip of him leaving with the security by the car, uh, the armed security walking by his vehicle as he was leaving the verse. Like you are still in a high state of trauma to the point to where it's affecting your every movement your every thought pattern um you kind of have to in an in a less negative way thank him for who you are and your persona because his actions shaped you to be who you are now but at what point do you decide to make peace with that not just making peace with it on stage and saying you know you extend the olive branch i accept that no more beef but when do you start to make peace with that within yourself to realize like damn i'm being this person because i've been traumatized all these years I mean, I, I think sometimes now it's harder to recognize because, like, I think people have found that you can capitalize off being the, the reformed or talking about mental health. But for the sake of argument or for the sake of conversation, I think you start, you know, you start to turn that around when you kind of fully recognize that those behaviors are something that is way more to your detriment right. as opposed to, like, your benefit. Like, you know, in the beginning, you know, and that might have been even him going to jail and, things like that. Like, you know, it seemed like his perspective, he even mentions it like that in his book. And like a lot of rappers talk about it. Anybody just that goes from one situation, especially really quick to another situation. It's like, I only really know, like I've been this guy, this money dude, this famous person, six months, a year, two years. I was this nigga where this mindset made sense. I was that person for 22 years. Right. So these behaviors are like deep embedded, but you know, recognizing that, you know what, that worked when I really needed that to work. I was in a state where, like, survival, you know, that's why, like, you know, if you're able to kind of, I think that, you know, they make good businessmen, if you're able to kind of translate and, you know, kind of turn bad behaviors, because I think it's, it's hard to tell somebody to just cut something off. Right. But if you were, like, you know, a hustler, like, that might work in business. If you were somebody who was going to not let anything get in your way, whether it was an enemy, whether it was whatever, you might not get nobody up out of here, but you will chase your goals like that. You will attack this business venture like that. You will attack hitting the stage at the same degree. You might've hit the block, but that takes a certain, I think it, you know, it takes just a certain mindset, right. but sometimes people just say like, you just get there. It does. I believe I'm always going to believe that it takes people around you to be like, Hey, I'm in a different mind space, but I can relate to your mind space. 
So let me try to like bridge the gap a little bit on you so you can I can help you assist in this transition. Like as long as you have a mindset of transitioning, I think it might be easier. If you just this is it, then that's a whole nother fucking bag of worms. Cause now you gotta realize that this is not it. There are a whole bunch of other avenues. Right. And all home. Yes. It it amalgamates differently depending on how you so it's kind of like you know you're talking about cooking that thing up in the kitchen you know when your wrist working water whipping but depending on how you're doing this it's going to depend on how it turns out the ingredients are still the same regardless but if you're not whipping it properly you're going to get one result as opposed to another how do you go about mixing it is the question if you're not even aware of what you're mixing one and two what your technique is and why you are utilizing that technique I think it can get, yeah. get a little bit crazy. Definitely. Like, yeah, just having, and that, you know, and that takes, it's more factors than just a person got to want to do more. Right. All these niggas are doing and living these lives, at least at start, because they want to do more. Right. I don't like not being able to eat at night, so I'm going to go handle this. It is, you know, there has to be more of, I ain't even going to knock somebody for doing whatever they got to do. It's just, all right, man, this has to be to a point. I got to really, really focus hard on, I'm going to do this until said time, and then I'm going to flip this shit to some other shit or, you know, whatever. So even Otherwise, with, you kind of, I, I just feel like yeah, you get caught up in it, you know? Right, and I think that that's why I brought up the point as far as Gucci is concerned, because even within the verses, which a lot of people created memes for when he was talking about, you know, I got five million in jewelry on right now, and then Jeezy made the comment of, like, I, I own half of your city just like but that's become that's become a fucking thing <laughs> but one one has i have transcended my mindset you have not you're still approaching this the same way that you approached it many many years ago and you haven't learned said lesson like you're you still talking about the same stuff it's been 15 years which jeezy said as as well like you're still approaching things the exact same way i would even go transition that into the whole uh Fresh Prince reunion situation with him having Will mm-hmm. having a conversation with with the real Amviv. Just anybody wondering, we be pro dark skin Amviv over here. Just in case anybody was wondering, but him, I've had I've had that conversation three times. Like even like Guap shit came and went, but this Fresh Prince thing just a just a shout out to like the impact of that show because this that's like sparked some conversation. Most definitely, as that happened. Most definitely, yeah. But them them sitting down and finally having a conversation about in a mature way. So that's that's two parallels. One is a is we took all this time to address something. And even when we are addressing it, we're addressing it in a aggressive manner as opposed to this parallel. Whereas we took equally probably the same amount of time, if not more, to sit down and actually address this situation. But we're addressing it a little bit more positively because I'm willing to let you be heard and I'm willing to to also be a little bit vulnerable in my situation. So go ahead and say what you need to say. Express yourself. Um, get whatever traumas you've been through finally out that we may not have known about. Like be able and be willing and be vulnerable enough to share what you have been through through this experience and let me know what I didn't know back then so that I can approach it differently now. <clears throat> yeah. I see like I mean the internet's gonna do what the internet's gonna do, but it it sometimes is mildly irritating because I just feel like this, you know, these both are like good situations to be like, damn, like 
you know, you could pick apart some mental health stuff. You could pick apart some skills that I feel like we as a community, as a community need. Right. And it just got real. Like, I remember I even saw some posts. Like, I saw posts down in Aunt Viv or, you know, OG Aunt Viv. And I saw posts down in Will because they're like, you know, he seems fake. And I was like, you can't tell that shit. He right. seems, you know, he could he could easily just be, like, focused on what she's saying. Maybe he's not a – actually, take that back. Like, make a cry all the time. But, like, at that moment, he was like, I want to give you, like, space to have your conversation. I'm not trying to cry. I'm not trying to make it overly dramatic. I'm trying to have all the focus on, you know, and take accountability. And I, I have to watch more because I guess there might be a piece missing. People are, like, interpreting things. Like he didn't flat out say, I'm sorry for ruining your career. Right. And not not giving a pass. I just, you know, things should be should be seen and 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 discussed, you know, with all the variables. Like, you know, she was going through trauma at home, like bad relationship, you know, and bringing that, you know, maybe bringing a lot of those traumas to work. Nobody else knows this. Nobody else understands why you might have a different disposition or attitude than the rest of us who are living a great fancy fucking right. life and don't know your home space. And also, you know, not just giving that will a pass for whatever, but as a 20-something-year-old, I'm a gajillionaire. I'm the hottest nigga on earth. Like, I think this is my show. Like, I don't even think he understood the ramifications of calling a black woman difficult, especially back then. Like, now we have all the lingo now. It's way easier to hold somebody accountable because there's 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 a think piece every five minutes about the verbiage you use towards a certain people so back then i mean you know he probably was like and she might have been difficult to a degree but it's not like you know that's more so expounding on this concept of black women are difficult as opposed to going so she was difficult but it wasn't like she's just innately difficult because she's a black woman i was unaware of the trauma she was going through so I don't know. I don't know. This is motherfuckers looking at shit and like looking. It seems like there's a lot of I need to find the thing in here. This really good, potentially great thing. Let me find the thing in here that confirms my bias to fuck this group over here. Right, right. Which is, because you fucking you should, you doing more. You doing more damage than what they did. Right. People are approaching it with a linear mindset. You're approaching it with with one particular perspective. Because even within that, I could say he had a a certain level of maturity to use the word difficult. He didn't say, man, she a bitch or she getting on my nerves. She, man, she fucking up the show. He didn't say anything. He's like, man, you know what? She's she's being real difficult right now. Like her her attitude or her persona on set is being difficult. It takes a lot mm-hmm. of maturity to humble yourself and be able to say, like, no, this is what it is. I don't want to be mean about it. I don't want to be nasty about it. I don't want to be. I'm not trying to destroy her career because she is impeding what we're doing here or creating a boundary. But I'm being honest and transparent. She's being difficult. Her end of as an individual is being difficult. Not black women are difficult. That's this. That's something that he did not say. I will say, even to your point, as a twenty-year-old man that just got famous sitting on top of the world, I don't have enough discernment to know what you are going through in your personal life, especially if you're not willing to be vulnerable about it. And I think that their interaction says a lot about the black community. On set, we are the embodiment of. A, a functional, happy black family. We spend a lot of time together. We do a lot of things together. We have a lot of stories with one another. We spend most of the years of the year with one another recording away from our actual families. And yet we know absolutely nothing about what other people are struggling with at home. 
And that's I think that's yep. a lot of what goes on, especially in our community. We're around people so much or say even going back to uh, the Jeezy and Gucci situation. These are two dudes that are, you know, I'm supposed to be a real street dude. My niggas is around me 24, 7, 365. We out here grinding, but they don't know what you're actually suffering through. You are not being transparent with them and they don't even know how to look for it. They don't even know what they're seeing. Never underestimate anybody's I don't know anybody's situation and how they would react and go through that situation as well like right. just a lot of oh he ain't you know, or she ain't or alright try it if you want to boom right so even even as even say for the, the quote unquote average person that is not a celebrity say within the relationship dynamics there's a lot of us that can be Will that are coming across OG and Viv's in, our, in the dating pool or in, in our regular life and we perceive somebody as difficult but we do not have enough context to know why this person is the way that they are we're just labeling them to a certain degree or with a certain perspective but we don't really have the concept context necessary to know why we should even label or not label them that way it's just like yo i ain't doing you know stereotypically black, black girls got attitudes black girls are difficult black girls this that and the other blah 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 but you don't understand why this individual is that way you're just looking at it because yep. you are having a hard time you're like oh this, this, this bitch. i think I think that's definitely a thing, and on both ends, it's like as much as if you're the, like you said, if you're the Will Smith of the situation, you know, you just are not understanding and just being dismissive of somebody, or they being an asshole, they being a bitch, they being a fuck nigga. On the Aunt Viv side of the game, you're not obligated to tell anybody whatever you don't want to, you know, disclose, but you need to give context, like, yo, I'm not <clears throat> in here just being a dick to you. I've had A, B, and C activities, and I'm wildly stressed I'm mean, like you have to give somebody something to work with and then you know and and not even like having like an aunt business shit some people like understanding where not like if just to, I'm trying to keep using this aunt Viv thing but um if you are like you said if you are genuinely being a difficult person or being rude or being a dick or you're being whatever then you know don't you I don't like that when people because these are actual issues there are like not to say Aunt Viv didn't go through, but just moving away from that example, there are people who have really suffered from these particular stereotypes, and you coming through living every bit of it, only to flip it and go, or you know, like you know, say even for some black shit, somebody being black, going in a restaurant, going in an environment, acting a motherfucking fool. Y'all niggas racist? No, nigga, you were being a fucking asshole, right. and you're muddying the waters of some real legitimate struggles going on because you're just being a shit. Right. Which goes back to my quote for today. Like you have a certain perspective and you're not even aware or in tune with the fact that your perspective or your approach to this life is shaping the reality around you. And you're blaming everything outside of you as opposed to taking accountability. Our favorite word here on Just a Dope Ass Podcast, accountability. You're lacking accountability for your actions and how your actions are shaping the reality around you. So as much as we can blame Will, we can also blame Adviv. Like you're not taking enough you're not being in tune enough with yourself or exercising enough discernment to say, damn, you know, I'm fucking shit up. Like my my I know I'm suffering through these things at home and I don't really want to tell everybody my business or tell them what's going on. But what I need to do is realize that these people in this setting over here don't deserve the blowback from what I'm going through over here. Oof. I would say two things. Specifically talking about 
the Ant Vig situation, Will Smith situation from an entertainment perspective, or in any of our like realms like business or spaces where black men might have to act small because we're a threat. Black women have to be more quiet because they're what like in all of those things you can have I feel like there's more space to tell an Aunt Viv you're being difficult or to tell a Will you're being whatever if we were more in tune and people are doing it, not to say that they aren't, but just to keep that fire going of creating our own spaces because if there's a bunch of spaces or more spaces where we can actually be our authentic selves and 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 things like that, you can go, no, you're being difficult. This is not a black woman thing. This is not a black man thing. Nigga, you're coming in here wild crazy with the ghetto shit. We don't need that right now. Like you're doing, but if we're, if we're still always having to go into these spaces that refuse to understand us, then we're all going to have to always adjust and put on the, Hey, code switching. Like, well, we shouldn't have to do that. There should be an understanding even that word code switching we all know how to deal with their side but nobody else has to deal with ours like nobody right. ever has to understand our version our culture or whatever but we good we can step in the rooms of damn near everybody because you know fuck if we don't we're gonna be fucking assed out right i mean that's that's kind of like a, a, a black rites of passage to a degree especially as a as a black male which you know we can speak to that perspective but my dad taught me in elementary school like you have to learn how to wear many hats mm-hmm. You can't be the exact same way all the time because different environments are going to perceive you differently and you have to be able to read the fucking room. If you can't read the room and know how to not necessarily tap dance and be fake about your bullshit, but you still have to know how to, okay, this is how we are over here. This is where I can feel safe enough to let out this persona, but I can't feel free to let out these other five personas that I may have. And I need to have multiple personas, not to be fake, but to be a chameleon and understand how to blend in for survival purposes like you you were talking about earlier as far as Gucci is concerned mm-hmm. it's it's something that that we unfortunately have to learn but other people may not necessarily have to be aware of our perspective to even make us feel safe or comfortable enough to say yo you ain't got to do that like you could be yourself here you can be authentic you don't have to put that hat on like technically as a gentleman southern hospitality you take your hat off when you walk in the house anyway don't wear no hat in here just be your authentic self and you'll be straight but people don't recognize how they're not giving us the safety to be able to do that so i'll even transition that into the post we were talking about earlier from from oh boy i don't what gucci whatever the fuck his name is i don't i don't versace dude um oh yeah, yeah 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 him him talking about you know if somebody is basically ghosting you or or taking their attention away from you or basically to summarize when somebody starts shifting away their attention from you how should you as a black man react a lot of people in the comments essentially were upset at what he was saying and calling him immature and all these other <laughs> things. Like he's immature, he's going to be lonely, or he's gay, or is he... They're saying all these derogatory statements not realizing exactly what we're talking about. You don't realize our perspective from the male experience. From the male experience, that shit is not cool, but you have to value yourself more than this person is telling you that you have to value them. So this is how you can act accordingly. Now, he did have some some kind of petty responses in there as far as like when she comes back yeah when she comes back you treat her how she treated you but i get it i understand but you still can't that part yeah 
I, I get what you're saying and I get I'm triggered. You have triggered me in this way. So I got to give you a dose of your own medicine that can be petty, but that also can be some real shit. Like I'm not being a dick in this regard. I'm just showing you how you made me feel. And that's not cool. And I don't need to the point where I don't even want to continue this. If you do come back, I'm straight. You didn't already. I didn't already check that no box on you. I think it has to also sometimes be evaluated. Like, is it, you know, cause truth is truth. Right. 10 times out of 10, but you do have to be responsible for how you, how you present it. I'm not one for, you know, uh, putting roses and sh- roses on shit. If it's shit, call it shit. Right. But you don't necessarily, um, brutal about it. You can be honest, you can be, you know, targeted. So I think there were truths in what he said. I think some of the things that he says, and even other posts I've seen of his, they're a bit targeted. It seems like he's trying to start the fire, which is cool and bad because it's like, you know, if you're trying to have the conversation, then, you know, that's one thing. If right. you're trying to just, you know, piss somebody off, then you mess up moments where I think, like, you know, actual teaching can be had. Because, right. you know, it's like, okay, you know, what's that shit? Like, you know, lean into it. Because now it's like, are you mad? Because then I feel like if you present it properly, it's like, are you mad? Because that wasn't disrespectful what was said, but it, it, you're mad because, somebody fucking with your little belief system, right. which if you, if you're supposed to be a changing growth person, like everybody posts, like everybody talks about, then it's going to require that you lean into these beliefs that you had and realize they were formulated in bullshit. Because on the flip side, what he said, essentially, I've seen a lot of times from a female perspective. And it's like, if they're not serving you, if they're not creating a space for you, if he's not respecting your growth, then get away from it. Right. That's really what the nigga said. Basically. He said it harsh. He said it rude. He said it targeted towards women. So you can, and that's what I feel like, you know, motherfuckers will get mad at this piece. But it's like, nigga, the chicken is still chicken. Right. Now, you might not have liked the sauce, so you, we can change the sauce or whatever like that. But you're not going to deny that this is chicken and it is a nutritious meal. Right. You didn't like what, how they seasoned it. That's fine. Now, if you want to starve, starve, whatever. But that's, that doesn't take away the complete lividity of this, of, you know, of this situation, what he said. Right. And I see that. That's a lot. But that's a lot in comment. Like, oh, I finally, he said one thing I don't like. That's what we're going to sit on because so I can disregard the rest. Of course. I saw somebody in the comments on that post that was saying like, oh, I already know when I see his meme or his picture on a post, I know that I know I don't need to read it. Like, I know it's going to be some bullshit. And it's like you're you're actively deciding to reject whatever this person is saying without even really listening to the message. Even if you did read it, you're not going to receive what's being said just because you don't like the messenger. That's like us. Like we we pro black on the show, but we don't hate all white people. We don't hate white people in general. We may hate particular types of bigotry and racism and oppression and things of that nature. So when a white person comes and speaks to us a certain way, I'm not going to disregard them just because you are related to said colonizers that we will be celebrating later on this week. I'm just (laughs) disregarding what you're saying. If it's some bullshit, but if it's actually legitimate and it's actually something that I can utilize, I don't care about your race, color, creed, religion, sexuality, preference, any of that. I'm going to accept that word because I'm paying attention to the actual word. Somebody like that, which we have a lot of people in our community or in the world in general, I'm rejecting this word simply because it's coming out of a mouth that I don't feel like hearing. Yeah, I mean, like, I I know there's clearly... You know the difference, or should some some of them are slick, but a troll is a troll. Like right. there's nothing you can you can, you know you have to kind of step out once again. Like you know we talk about here, you got to step outside the emotional response. Like 
you know, if something's not serving you, if something is traumatic, you know, you're not obligated to keep beating yourself over the head with, you know, like, like I always talk about, like, I don't watch a lot of the fucking, uh, they killed somebody today videos. Like, I know what happened. I know how that, but I don't, I would never not read the article. I would never not be aware. Right. I want to, even if it's just to see what the other side looks like or what they're thinking, whether that's, if you're talking about racist white people, if that's your enemy, whether you're talking about, you know, women or men, even if this is not the type of man or woman you deal with, these might be thoughts and feelings that your partner has. Now, you're lucky enough that they don't present them that way because they care or whatever the fuck. Right. But, yeah, you can't just disregard information. Shit, y'all reading books now and don't even know that the author that you, that you fucking read from, as much as they wrote this great book, is a fucking shit. Or your right. favorite show or favorite actress, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's, you know, you have to have discernment out. If this person's a terrible motherfucker, then you can get rid of them. But especially when it comes to things like that, like, that's basically information. Emotional information, relationship information, information about who you say you want to be with and right. hold you down to protect you. So you kind of are obligated. It's your due diligence, if that's what you desire, to understand these perspectives. And do a little fucking grown-up work to go, all right, this is really out-of-pocket way this was presented but this part here this part of if you know feelings and you're so in tune then this is your fuck this show moment to shine baby right. like do all the bullshit that you know you gotta learn how to put that like essentially kind of what you're saying is put put it to the side for the greater good because mm-hmm. in the terms yeah. of any type of relationship that you have you have to put your feelings to the side to be able to realize all right for the greater good of this situation working out for the best of everybody. Fuck how I feel. Not to disregard how I feel. Not to be disassociated or de- or detached from how I feel. But fuck how I feel because how I feel is strictly beneficial to me. It's not beneficial to everybody. So we can even transition that into the whole COVID situation within the country. And a lot of countries starting to shut shit down. Um, a lot of them, like here in, here in LA and California, us implementing... The uh, what the hell is that damn thing called? The 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 the, the uh, uh, curfew. The curfew. There, yeah. we're implementing yeah, all these things that people may get upset with. I don't like this approach. I don't like this. I don't like the fact that I gotta wear a mask. I don't like the fact that I can get fined by this. Whatever side of the spectrum you're on, you're you're getting emotional about something because you're taking your your optical lens away from seeing what's best for everybody in general, not just me. Not just my community or those that think like me. I need to pay attention to what's good for everybody. But even in regards to COVID and even like we talked about just five seconds ago, fucking like emotion, relationship, like once again, challenging your beliefs. What is really bothering you? What is, right. what are you really giving up? Like, you know, this, this, you know, get out my feelings is really affecting me. And also nigga, like examine that. What is really affecting you? Cause the mask, did you get to go out to eat at your favorite restaurant? Yeah, I had to wear a mask. Is that that big a deal? Did that really, like, really ruin your shit? Damn, I had to fucking, uh, you know, what is it? You know, I had to go I had to go in the house at 10. Was you really going to be out partying at 2 a.m. on a fucking Tuesday? Right. It's annoying, but also, what would be like this if motherfuckers had to go on inside? If you was not complaining six months ago and just was, like, chilling, we probably wouldn't be here parallel that to even relationships like you know he's being a shit or she's being a bitch all right did you check what your behavior did to get them there like yes you might have asked him to take out a b and c 
But nigga, like, if you said it real shitty, like, nigga might love you to death, but liking you is what gets y'all through day to day to day, which will be another topic one day, because y'all don't understand the power yeah, of like. But buddy. if you're not being likable or no shit like that, like, you know, like, and same thing for niggas. Like, I want to, she's supposed to suck my dick today. It's like, my nigga, you've been scratching and farting all day, and right. you ain't like, you know, you you've been a real, like, been kind of a dick, like, all day, like. Yeah, she love you or whatever, but you're not a likable nigga either. So just understanding that your perspective or your view might be bullshit too. It's just the view that serves you. And nigga, shit, I think ice cream serves me every day, but diabetes probably don't. So. Right. I, I had a similar conversation with somebody recently in regards to that because we were talking about like male attraction. Like a lot of a lot of say women may hear or see men saying something deplorable. Like what we say on this show, like, oh, damn, she got that. I eat her ass. Like, we're saying that as yeah. an expression, but in hindsight, 2020, if you really know that person or somebody that really knows me, I can say some off the wall shit in regards to somebody that I view physically attractive. Will I actually do that? No, because there's a lot of other layers to to this situation that I have to pay attention to. I have to put this this horny little moment of feelings aside to realize, do I know this person? Is is said ass that I want to eat eatable? Should I be putting my nose up in there? Probably or probably not. Is Are they even going to like that? This is what I want, but does that mean that this is what they want? Are they going to find enjoyment in this, or am I imposing my expectations or my wants and desires on this person for the sake of pleasuring myself? Even from a purely physical standpoint, all those aspects involved too, but just as far as like something that sounds crude, and I'm probably going to be ex- excessively crude just for an understanding of a fucking dude and not something like men are just like in regards to, I want to eat that ass and then some big fat ass cities. I want to whatever. I also could see a fucking Bugatti drive by and go, God damn, that's a car. Man, I want to hit that motherfucker. Like I want to drive the shit up. I'm never buy one of them bitches. If I had never. the money, I wouldn't buy it. Cause it's not, I just, and I can just express. And it's there yeah, like the same way that like, you know, oh, that person's attractive. Like women talk about that shit. Like I think he's attractive. I never fucking like, Men do that too, like that ass fat, like right. that's a legitimately fat ass. I like, or I could drive this car. It's a really fast car. I enjoy that it was fast. I'll never buy one. I can hit this ass. I respect that it's a big ass. I respect that I like the way it. When I was behind there, all the bells and whistles though that come with it, all the upkeep, all the other shit, right. not really hidden for me. Like it's not really a comfortable ride. It was fast. It had it had all the room. Room. It got a lot of horsepower, but right. I don't like the seat. <laughs> really uncomfortable like you might be a really uncomfortable car that nigga just said you look good right you all this all the bells and whistles they jingling baby that's 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 really nice mm-hmm. but when when it comes down to it you can't arch your back like you need to and you're making this really difficult and for i'm gonna me. get in this yeah you might be a, a ferrari of a woman i'm gonna still go jump in this motherfucking 70 chevelle because that's what i like right like, that's the one that's the that's the one you are a ferrari of a woman but when we got la traffic i don't need no ferrari woman i need me a scion woman or or Something along the lines of efficiency, something that is for okay. the greater good of what needs to be done within the context of this situation. But I think. Love my little. Can't wait to get my little sexy ass smart car. That's all I need. Put my bags in the seat next to me. I don't need nobody else. Nope. This is a one passenger ride. Mm-hmm. I'm going by my business and save this gas. But I think. There's a lack of understanding or a disconnect within those situations because although within a uh, 
patriarchal society that we live in, which is really, <laughs> right, which is more so for white men. So we need to go ahead and get rid of that terminology because it ain't got nothing to do with men of color. But OK, we live in a, a patriarchal society. We have a little bit more leeway to say off the wall shit like that. Women may not necessarily have or feel like they have a safe enough space to express themselves in that manner. And they have been taught for generation after generation that it's not ladylike to say such things. But if you talk to most men, men will be like, oh, you a fucking girl. If I say you got a nice ass, I don't care if you be like, yeah, your ass nice, too. And you grab like some men may not trip off of that. You may have a safe enough space, but we don't create that communication and understanding amongst genders to be able to even gotta, create that safety. Y'all got to grow up because I remember saying this whole verse on that nigga and that told me a lot. She let me know that, you know, women are out here. Right. I, I ain't no nan ho until then. And I was like, wow, I now know nan ho. I, and then later on, once the universe brought that, hey, are you ready? Now you know a lot of hoes. And I was right. like, thanks, Trina it, and the universe. Right. Shit. Just like like my quote said, it, that shifted your perspective to the point to where you were like, wait a minute. I missed all nan hoes that I was around. Mad hoes, not nan hoes. I was around mad. And I, didn't, I didn't even see it because I didn't know what I was looking for. I didn't know what I was I seeing. I had nan hoes because of me, not because of what nan ho around. Right. Crazy. I shifted my perspective and now look at all this abundance. This is abundance. Damn. I love this. Manifesting I mean, my own what is, reality. What is that? What is that? Biochemistry and lube? How, <laughs> what? Crazy. With a fucking philosophy minor? What are you trying to prove? Hey, okay. I'll see you later. It's necessary. It's necessary. But I, I, I think that's something, although we do for content purposes, you know, we, we throw a little gas on the fire here and there. And we'll talk about the the difference of perspectives as it pertains to different races or different genders or sex or whatever it is that you want to identify with. If you're a jar of mayonnaise, we're talking about condiments. I don't care. But whatever it is, we'll we'll stroke the fire a little bit. But at the end of the day, we need a ton more inclusion. Like we need to facilitate these conversations. So in the grand scheme of the greater good of everybody, how do we keep from the current climate of the black community that has the Jeezy and Gucci types of conversations as it pertains to our traumas. How do we move to a now OG Aunt Viv and Will Smith type of conversation as it pertains to our traumas and our, the, our preferences and the things we like and dislike and those in that nature? How would you say that we should approach that? Hmm. Or transition from like one every, to the next? I like everybody being accountable and as much as the Gucci's and the ways that those is like, you know, fuck that nigga, this ugly motherfucker. Like you have to step outside yourself. And people always talk about, you know, what is good for the, for the culture, what's good for the community, what's good for us all. So I'm not saying if a motherfucker deserves to be smacked, let him get smacked, but let that be it. Right. Like <laughs> if a motherfucker deserves and, and keep an open space of, all right, you smack this motherfucker is this resolvable? Like, make resolutions cool. Resolutions don't, you know, automatically mean you letting shit slide. If somebody does something cool but stop gassing these fires of, oh, it's going to go up that when that motherfucker said, that ain't cool, nigga. Like, because right. you know where this shit can, like, lead. If you can see, right. if you can see that this can potentially lead to loss of life, then it might be, especially if you're in that circle, it's your duty to 
assist it in going the other way, if possible. Like, there's enough situations, like, death is going to come for us all. There's enough situations where this is an absolute thing. So you don't need to bring the bitch here any fucking faster than it'll get here. So as a, you know, because somebody in a situation, I've been that motherfucker a number of times. In in the fire, I, I'm, I'm, I'm on it, this person. And I would need a DC to go, hey, I get it. I that per- yeah, I perfectly fine. D- do I understand smacking that motherfucker's head off? Let's think about A, B, and C reasons why you shouldn't. <laughs> Let's think about like just having conversations about it. Let's think about ways that if this motherfucker deserves some get back. Let's do some get back. That at least my nigga, that at least puts you in a in a good spot. Shit, if we got to knock the motherfucker head off, at least let's think about this shit. Right. Anything like this yeah, like, is thinking. Thinking is important. Extremely important. I I had a I had a similar conversation about somebody as far as that approaching it. To the question that I'm asking you of how we transition from one to a better relationship, the toxicity as it pertains to effective communication in our community is so bad that you can take that approach and come to somebody with a level head and say, you know what, I understand you're reacting this way right now. I'm going to give you a second cool it off and then we can address this conversation in a more civilized manner and they will blame you or get mad at you for trying to be diplomatic within that situation and say like are you trying to manipulate my emotions or you're trying to gaslight me or like no i just understand that this reaction that you are possibly looking for isn't going to help the situation at all so i'd rather just let me take a step back let me give you space enough to take a step back and then let's come and reconvene and have this conversation at a better time in a better way we we you know don't, we don't even realize required. how toxic we are within this situation. Like I'm mad at you for doing things the way you supposed to be doing it as an adult. Even what you said before, like a couple sec, like accountability, like that requires accountability. Like as much as I'm pissed off in this situation, there's something I did to get us here. Not to say that there aren't situations where motherfuckers are a cold, hard, monstrous bully, but. I would say on the in mass, there is something that got us to this point, that got us to this situation. So even this like thing of like you're gaslighting me or whatever, those are true things, and I really hate that you motherfuckers found um, you know psych psychology page two two o on fucking Instagram. That sounds like some shit that happened to me. Let me go ahead and that's what you've been doing. No, man. Like this at this point, you're not being accountable for your piece. Like, right. yeah, you are. You know, and like I said, even even little things like you said about having the conversations, and I would even say how we have the conversations. Like, not always reacting like somebody telling you something is targeting, but also on the other hand, people changing, people turning things like as <clears throat> I like to think I'm that kind of person. Clearly, you're that type of person. You're that type of person, even for me. For somebody who's like, I need you to tell me the truth. I need you to tell me it completely and and with no sugar on it. But I don't need you to fucking brutalize me. Motherfuckers will take that they're telling the truth. I'm keeping it real. Nah, you being vicious. (laughs) You being targeted. You being fucking disrespectful. Like you're going, you're going at this person as a way to as a way to break them down, as opposed to hold them accountable. So it's a mixed bag of things, but shit, the motherfuckers got to keep in mind. You, you're responding to this situation with a triggered insecurity. You're putting up barriers and you're projecting. That's not helping the situation. You're, you're, you're using it under the guise of keeping it real. But you're keeping it real is really just you reacting from a really hurt and triggered perspective. 
So as we get ready to close the episode out, I'll, I'll go ahead and I know we had a couple comments in there if you don't mind reading them to see what people were oh, saying. Oh, yeah. We've got, well, Hey Sexy Chocolate. I don't think that's for me, but that's very no, nice. That, that's that's, that's for me. That, that's inside joke. I've had that nickname since like high school. It's, it, I understand. You said, hey, Big J. Hey, baby. Oh. What's going on now? <laughs> I, I, I know. Shout out to Olivia. Love you. That's Like I said, that's been my nickname since like 11th grade. Look at this, the, the unofficial third, right. um, because the ego tells them that uh, you think you're better than them because you have the ability to be rational in that situation. That's a bar. Indeed. Like, even that speaks to, like, how complex, motherfuckers be thinking shit is, you can rational, like, you can register that, oh, shit, this person is being way more rational than me. I'm not going to up my rationale. Nigga, fuck you for being rational. Right. Like, right. What? That makes absolutely no sense. Absolutely no sense at all. But, I mean, you know, just like you say all the time as it pertains to us as a community, engaging with with certain types of white folk, like you you can't expect empathy for a creature that lacks it all together. You can't expect intellect or logic from somebody that lacks it all together. You can't expect somebody to approach you in a certain manner that they are just fully incapable of of doing this is like as, as it's been said before you can't call a retarded kid for double dribble like you just have to let certain shit go like i know that you're not Good kidding day, yeah. you can't do this properly and i just yeah. have to approach you and meet you where you are yeah especially in regards to them i don't want to see many of y'all the four of y'all in this thing don't let me catch y'all out here with your phones out with somebody you know hey there nigger bitch in my parking elbow that motherfucker you have my you have my permission to just fucking stone cold like stop that shit y'all are that's a boy that's fuck we at the end but, but we up here will fucking beat the fuck up out of each other we're up here talking about waiting for guap and fucking uh jeezy to smack each other and right. fucking whatever but i see you niggas i remember I ain't forgot. Like, oh, you used to be in the parking lot right. talking to the white lady, Ready. asking her how she could do what she's doing, knowing she a 65-year-old age. I remember, like, you motherfuckers. Right. right. In the interest of, of keeping it calm, doing that calmly, I will say, the mood for the day, when it... Hey. When it comes to your communicative styles, do it effectively. American poets. Hey. An American poet. Be able to talk to people objectively. Be an adult about your shit. Get out your feelings. Put your perspectives to the side and share them effectively as opposed to being a triggered emotional individual. So with that, hope you enjoyed another episode of Just a Dope Ass Podcast. We will be back in the studio for Colonizers Day on Thursday. So check in with us after you've eaten all your stereotypical high diabetic foods for black folks. Get dressed to be in the living room day. Indeed. And you can sit there with us as you have your food coma and listen to a good entertaining session of Just a Dope Ass Podcast. You ain't going nowhere. And if you do, you're getting a ticket for it, goddammit. So we'll see you guys on Thursday for Colonizers Day. Bye. You hear it? Get out, choke. 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 Get out, choke